The following content is not suitable for children. So, George, I'm with my girlfriends this weekend, and all we can do is talk about sex. I mean, all we can do is talk about sex. They think we should do a down and dirty sex toy episode. We've talked about prostate stimulation, about full body orgasms, about thought orgasms, about how to pleasure your male partner about having sex outside of intercourse, about sex with a mask, about BDSM, about sex in the shower, about middle-aged female sexual experiences, about freedom and flexibilities. We, We have talked literally now for three days about sex. Lori, you found your peoples. That's all I can say. I have found my people. These are my people since I was a kid. We talked about sex when we were kids. I want to talk about something, though, that was politically incorrect that we all resonated with, and that's what I want to do this episode on. I like it. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. Politically incorrect, Laurie. What the heck are you talking about? So we, there's this song. It's called Cover Me Up by Morgan Wallace. And he's oh, Morgan a, Wallace. He's yeah. huge. I mean, he's my huge. son's a, a New York City boy. And it's his favorite artist. He's grown Woo. his hair like Morgan Wallace. Right until <laughs> Morgan Wallace cut off his hair. But, you know, he's certainly a talented dude. He is. He's so talented. And one of his songs, it's his hit song, or one of his hit songs, it's called Cover Me Up. And basically, it's a guy who all of us said, you know, we wouldn't want to be with this man in the song. You know, he's kind of an addict. He's out of control and kind of wild and and maybe too out of control. So we didn't really want to be with him, but we found the song still really sexy. There's this part of it where he says, I don't know, some night in Richmond and he tears off her dress and it sounds like he's drunk. And, you know, we all said, still sexy. (laughs) Still sexy to be with somebody who's like out of control for you and just wants you, you know. You're laughing. I'm laughing because I could just imagine so many husbands trying to say, I say, what the hell's wrong with you? What are you doing that for? Like, (laughs) I think the fantasy of it sounds great until it's trying to put into practice, but keep going. I'm having fun with this. Let's just female fantasy, you know, so, you know, this, this wild abandonment, this, this. Right. Right. It's wild abandonment. That's exactly what we felt. And then it's like this this part that he goes on and he says, you know, we're going to we're going to stay in this room until basically spring comes. You know, unless somebody needs medical help or spring comes, we're going to stay here and we're going to make love for a long time. And it was just like like the thought of having a season of time that you don't have to rush and you're going to take your time and you're going to just do it over and over and you know, it's like I'm laughing again because, again, I think in most bedrooms, it's like, oh, you got 15 minutes. <laughs> so not the message a lot of men get. It's a season of time that we want with this. But all right, keep, keep going with this song. This is fun. <laughs> You're blowing apart my fantasy, man. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, I, I, I get it. And, you know, people don't have time. But, and, and there's all this realism, right? But that's what kind of makes it so sexy. And it's not politically correct because – 
you don't want an addict. You don't want somebody who's out of control in general in life. And that's what he talks about in the very beginning, that he's out of control in general in life. But you do want somebody who's kind of out of control with you sometimes. And sure. I think that's that's what was so exciting. Well, it's out of control means you're, you're seizing your desire, you're seizing your erotic energy, you're kind of going for it, right? It's so right. often what men are looking to, right? They, they want their partner to want to have sex because they want to have sex. Men have the same version of it. Their partner initiating, their partner like wanting it for them. So yeah, this is pretty universal. But that's targeted too. It's like they want to have sex, they're full of sexual energy, and all of that is coming for you. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like, yes. Men want that too, I'm sure. Like somebody who's out of control. Uh, we talked about that too. That's a whole nother topic about right, so how yeah, scary we, it is to initiate. But anyway. We can go in a lot of directions here. So this mixed message of the caveman, the wild guy, that's certainly, there's an attractive element to that. You know, but right. there's also that line in the song that I think is so beautiful where, you know, he says, you know, just know you're enough for me. Right. And there's something about that line. What was that like for you ladies to hear that one? And that's, yeah. I mean, it, it almost makes me tearful just hearing it. It's like, I, I think as women, we don't feel like we're enough. And I'm with women who are, my girlfriends are smoking hot. They're fit. They're beautiful. And they too still like that line hit them just to be told by some man that you're enough, just as you are, is so powerful. And they said, you know, if men would say that or indicate that, they would get so much mileage out of that, you know, because you could relax and you could feel like you were who you were, how you looked, your body, everything was good. And, and I think all of us just said, wow. I, and it's also a line from Bridget Jones' diary or whatever, he says, I like you just as you are. It's mm. a similar concept. It's the same concept. You know, like, you don't have to be anything but you. And I really, really want you. And yeah, it's like, cool. oof. Cool. Oof, that just felt so I, good. I hope a lot of men and women, too, listen to this, are writing that line down, right? Because it's it's yeah. it helps people be present. Like, you don't have to be someone else. You don't have to put all this stress on, like, you're enough. I just want you. I love that. And, it's, mm -hmm. and I love seeing Lori's tears as her heart just longs for that. I mean, I think it captures longing so well, mm -hmm. right? This is all we're really looking for. You want me. I'm enough for you. We're just with each other. Like that's right. the cool presence that just like can let go right. of all the bullshit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And we're staying here till spring. <laughs> well, that you one know? sounds a little tiring to me, but hey, they each their own. <laughs> You are about efficiency. I do know that about you, George. <laughs> well, as long as we can watch a movie in between and you know, get some food, we could, we could have some fun. <laughs> At least it wouldn't interrupt football season because, you know, it's like winter to spring. Football will be over, so it'll be cool. No, I, I think it's that I have time for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the message. I have time for you. And, I, and we know women's bodies just are not as efficient as male bodies most of the time. So the sense that we're going to take our time and, you know, these girls are in second relationships and amazing, amazing relationships where they also have time, you know, all the partners, they're not kind of in that season of life that's so busy with children and, 
you know, trying to earn your living. It's like they're done with all that. And so they and their partners have that sense that they can take that time. So I think most, most of it, they're kind of experiencing this. Yeah. I mean, so many women that I work with, you know, they, they get sold maybe even unconsciously like this. If you're willing to put the needs of others first and you run a million miles an hour and you sacrifice, you know, it's going to be tiring and exhausting, but what you're going to get out of that is you're going to be appreciated and you're going to be loved and you're going to be important to people. You know, and they do all the work of that and yet they get seen, they don't not only don't get the good stuff of being appreciated, they get seen as being negative and critical and, you know, that, that takes its toll. So having that longing that just wants to be told, I'm enough. Like who I want is you. I mean, I think it's just so healing. I mean, your tears just capture the heart of, of that longing mm-hmm. that can get lost in the noise of all the crap in our lives. You know, we're mm-hmm. going a million miles an hour. But at some point when you're in the bedroom or wherever you're at, like you just want to know yeah. you're enough for somebody else. It's really not that much more complicated than that. It's it's really, like as you said that, I, I felt that sense of it would be being present, right? You're just, yeah. it's in this moment, it's not what you got to get done, what you got to prove. It's just being in the present with your partner in ways that are acceptable. Exactly. You know, it was, we did that interview with, Dr. Stan Tatkin, who was a guest of ours, I mean, one of the big takeaways from that conversation for me was just how many couples and partners are sleepwalking through their life, right? We're so focused on what we need to do. We're focused on the future. We're not so present. And we're not so present in the bedroom, right? That's going to create problems. So that just that line saying, you know, you're enough for me. It's just such a great bringing people into the present moment, right? It is. And I imagine men would like to hear that too. You're damn right. (laughs) Maybe they want to hear a little bit extra of that, you know. (laughs) Not only are you enough for me, but you're the best for me, right? We always want a little bit more. You're too much for me. <laughs> You're too much. I can't handle you, right? But there's something about... <laughs> okay, okay. You know, that well, let's come back from break and talk some more about it. We are going into my favorite season, the cozy season. And Cozy Earth has crafted luxury goods that transform your lifestyle. It's been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things five years in a row, and for good reason. All the products are made and responsibly sourced from bamboo. They're made with a 10-year warranty, so that's cool. Their bedding is temperature regulating and it's available in viscose from bamboo and in linen. The loungewear, I'm telling you, this is the time. It is the most comfortable loungewear and it offers optimal comfort while maintaining that flattering, elegant fit. It just drapes against your body. It is beautiful. I have several outfits of my own. I wear them there, short-sleeved and long-sleeved, ready for any season. But again, Cozy Earth, it's time for the cozy season. And they have provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today, the 4Play Fam. Up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code 4Play. Y'all, go to CozyEarth.com and use our code 4Play for 35% off site-wide. Are you concerned about giving her pleasure? OMG, Y-E-S, Oh my God, yes. 
is for women, men, and couples. It's a website that is relevant for anyone who wants to learn about how to please a woman. I have sent many couples to this site. It's tasteful. It's artfully done. It is explicit, but it is a beautiful site to really help learn what techniques are important to please her. In partnership with researchers, they've asked tens of thousands of women what made their pleasure better, solo and with partners. OMGYES.com has hundreds of super honest videos, animations, and how-tos. It's all based on the patterns and wisdom that they discovered in their research, the physical techniques and the mental techniques. One thing the research found is how easy it is for us to lose our curiosity about pleasure and intimacy. So many of us think things like, I've already got techniques that work for me, I'm good. But finding out what works for other people can really help you find new things you didn't even know you or your partner liked. There's always more to explore. I think it's important to hear about experiences and techniques that are detailed so openly without any blushing or shame. We are long overdue for this. So go to omgyes.com slash foreplay for a special discount. That's omgyes.com slash foreplay. Okay, G, Morgan Wallace, the sexiest man, the sexiest song, and kind of this theme, right, that is, it is and it isn't politically incorrect. I mean, as we've been talking about it, we've been figuring out what is so exciting about it for me and my girlfriends. I played this, I was with some of my clinicians, and I was driving two of the guys back to their cars. They're young men, very young men. And this song came on and I said, okay, you guys, I want you to listen to this. Like, I I just want you to hear that this, as we're talking with people about sex, there are things that as a woman, this resonates with me. It's never somebody I'd want to be with, but it's so sexy. And I was just saying, you know, as a guy, like this part of the caveman, I'm like, you know, don't let it go. One of my guys is, we call him Mr. Rogers. And he is, honest to God, the nicest, most loving man. And I'm like, but, you know, I I, I didn't say this directly to him, but it's like, but you got to keep your edge a little bit. Like, you know, you got to keep that part of yourself that's still masculine. Like, I I, I don't know what I'm trying to tell him, but the, the wild part, the part that takes as well as gives, because that's kind of sexy to a woman you know, that he could take her and take what he wants. And I don't know, I, I was really encouraging them. And, and Yeah, I think that energy you're trying to tap into where, where a guy is trying to take, right? It, it's That's that powerful desire that's not, you know, going to be stopped. It's just mobilized and it's, it's passionate and it's strong and it wants something. And again, a right. lot of men... Because that can cross over a line and can lead to some bad stuff that we've really tried to shackle at. And for good reasons when it crosses over a line, but you're just trying to make some space for like, there is something healthy in that because it's, 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 it's the raw expression of passion and desire. And there's something about that when, when it's in a healthy place and a woman's kind of made to want some of that too because they're desired so much in that space i mean yeah. there's just a merger that can happen when it's 
it's done properly. <laughs> I know. And, and in our world, and this is why I'm saying it's politically incorrect, because, you know, every woman has a right to say no. Every man has a right to say no. Nobody has yeah. to have sex when they, when they don't, don't want to have sex. But we're talking about an energy that is really exciting. And I think sometimes you're right. In our culture, men have had to water it down. You know, can I touch you here now? Can I touch you there now? And yeah, maybe when we're dating and, you know, you don't know how far you want to go or something, that makes sense. But I think, and and like, even as I say it, I'm twisted up because of, you know, I don't want people to feel like their boundaries are crossed. But on the other hand, there's something so powerful about that energy. And I, I mean, I guess, I I'm guess. I'm just George, glad you're you saying say, it, Laurie. Because it was me saying that we'd have a problem, right? If men are yeah. going to express this, people are like, yeah. "Oh, what's wrong with that?" You know, misogynist. But this is this is coming from women. You know, a bunch yeah. of women getting together saying, "Hey, we want some of this stuff. We're just trying to make space for what is that stuff, and how does it express itself in healthy ways?" Yeah, uh, and certainly they were talking about partners who were like full of that energy and how exciting it was for them to have that at this stage. And, you know, maybe after partnerships that were kind of flat um, sexually, just to feel that sense of really deeply, frantically, passionately being wanted is such a turn on. So why don't you give us an example on what one of those encounters look like? Give give yeah. the men listening a target. Yeah. Of, uh... I, I mean, one of my girlfriends talked about you know, it was early in the relationship and they had gone for like an all day date. It hadn't intended on being an all day date, but they started talking and they got going and they went on a hike, you know, and they, I, I think they were in their neighborhood or something. Maybe it was a local hike. They, but they walked for like three hours and then, then he suggests let's, let's go to a bar. And then the way he sits at the bar with her, it's like, you know, they sit really close and he has his legs kind of around her as they're seated on stools at the bar. And it's like so masculine. So I don't know how to say it. It, it. It's like this masculine energy of moving in and possessing, you know, kind of like, I mean, just, it wasn't like he was even touching her. It was just the way he sat straddling her kind of at the bar. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but you know, it was like, ooh. Wow, she was. My just friends like, would say it's 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 like pissing on your territory. A male mocker saying, "Hey, this is this is my my lady here." So yeah. just make sure everyone knows that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think as women, we can feel that, and it feels really good to be wanted in that way. And you know, for a man to kind of mark his territory and to say, "This is mine. You're mine." And I mean, this was early on, but it was. It was still, she said, it just like went through her body, you know, she felt it. Yeah, I was working with a couple who, you know, this is a crazy world we live in with all that's happening in Israel and Palestine and, and you know, so they're involved. And she saw her husband different, like he's responding to the crisis in a very way that makes her feel safe. You know, she normally sees this kind of shutting down behavior and she kind of hates it. And it's like she fights with him. And all of a sudden she's like, I'm seeing him in a different light. I'm mm. seeing this strength and this calmness under pressure. And it's like, I feel safe with him in that kind of energy. Right. Mm. So it was really cool for her to make some space for seeing a different side of him. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and then having her share that, he's like, holy shit, it feels mm-hmm. like she's actually getting me. She's understanding me in a way she's never really understood me. Yeah, that is so great. It's like he she appreciated his mobilization of yeah. energy and protection. And I, I think that's part of it, right? I mean, it's the antithesis of the song where he's kind of out of control. But in this example, it's like controlled power that is setting a gate and a fence against you and evil, you know, and all things bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's why women love men in uniforms, right? It's this sense of, I see you as a protector, as having energy that's going to, you, you have to have that kind of energy in order to protect your country. I like that you're just making some space. Hey, I mean, we're pretty liberal when it comes to people have the right to do what they want to do in the bedroom and we're not here to judge it and cool for them. And, you know, so we're working with a gay couple where they both want to, you know, both be masculine. You, I mean, there's so many different iterations of how this can line up, but that you're just saying, hey, for some people out there, you're going to like a little gag ball and being tied up. For other people, they're going to like their partner to tap into this kind of masculine energy that can really kind of take charge and go for what I like that word take, right? It's a very strong word. It's like, I'm not going to just be so nice and ask and be cautious and delicate. And there's a time and place for that. But every once in a while, I want somebody who says, you know, I can't stop this energy from expressing itself. And I'm going to take what I want because I can't stop myself from taking it. And when you combine that take it energy, with that line of like you're enough you're enough damn you had a red hello with that one (laughs) (laughs) so true i yeah lori's really speechless but here she is she's speechless she's speechless she's got the perfect (laughs) integration of the man here that's trying to take and sees just as enough like all in the same package damn that's some good stuff I can see yeah. why that lasts the whole season. There's a lot to work I, with. I think I'm lost in my fantasy now. Maybe it's a good time to quit. And <laughs> I would just say to all of you out there, especially my girlfriends, you are enough. Please know that. And to men, shall we say it to them as well? You're more than enough, guys. You're more than enough. We got to beat you always a little bit. That's a competitive <laughs> thing. It? Amen. We could okay. do another episode on that. Yeah, right? we but could do we could do uh, like a hundred episodes on this. I think I think we need to. Okay, thanks for listening, y'all. Keep it hot. I would love to invite you. This is women only, but we are having a retreat in Asheville on November tenth through the twelfth, and it's going to be a slumber party. And so we're going to like. All stay together in the same cabin. It's a beautiful space, and we're going to have meals brought in and made, and and we know who the chef is, and so it's going to be wonderful. Maybe drink a little bit of wine if you'd like to, and we have kind of some talks and time to work together on your sexuality. So the whole goal of this Women's Sexuality Retreat, the Slumber Party, is to basically enhance and develop yourself, your erotic self inside. So we're going to be talking about anatomy and physiology and sexual attachment. We're going to talk through blocks, you know, what stops us? What are the breaks 
against our sexual expression? And then what are our gas pedals? What are our turn-ons? How do we open up more sexually, like with enhanced sexual pleasure? And we're going to talk about orgasms and role play and using toys and fantasies and some stuff. And each night we're going to have a pajama party where we just relax and sit around and talk on the deck and hang out together. And, and then on Sunday morning, we're going to set our focus and have concrete steps toward sexual engagement with our partners. Sounds pretty awesome, Lori. And all the men, don't worry about it. Maybe we'll have like a Spartan camp out somewhere, have a couple <laughs> beers and, you know, we'll do our own version of that someday. <laughs> That would be great. So love to invite you. I will post it on foreplaysextherapy.com under resources, and there will be the retreat, the scheduling events, and you can link and figure out if you can make it with us on November 10th through the 12th in Asheville. Okay, so tell us about your cutting edge training that you're doing on success and vulnerability? Lori, we just keep pushing it. Coming up with a new module on the playbook of a pursuer, playbook of a witcher, really practical moment by moment moves of what a therapist can use. You know, we're so focused on what's happening in session. Enough that is talk about theories and these global things. We, I think most therapists are looking for, what do I do in this moment? Give me a tool, George. So that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. I am so glad you guys are doing this work. I think it helps us be organized to see you do it. You do demos, you do explanations, teaching. It really is interactive. And I think that so many trainings that we sit through don't give us an opportunity for that. So what you're doing is really important. No, we try to emphasize the teach it, show it, do it model of learning. Uh, you need to have some ideas, so we try to teach those. And then we try to show what it looks like implementing those ideas. But most importantly, you now got to practice it. That's how they become yours. And that's what we want our, our listeners and watchers to do is become their own moves. Find George and his teaching at successandvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.